0: That's right. Roots and Perspectives. We're back with the second episode of this podcast. And um, you're listening to Ads, a.k.a. Adim Prot. In the back, we got Cash, a.k.a. Black Jesus, because he's been performing miracles. And today, um, we got a very special guest. Uh, his name is Larnell, and um, he's an excellent young black male who knows a lot about black history and black empowerment. Um, I, uh, I've seen him in action. He used to do uh, black history classes, which I attended, and I learned a whole lot from him. So that's why um, we invited him to the podcast here today. Um, we're going to talk about history, but we're also going to talk about the present, um welcome larnell thank you for having me um first podcast yeah yeah all right my second so <laughs> <laughs> we're still learning we all of all of us are still learning um a father as well yeah and, uh, and a husband yes so um you set in the right example of a, of a healthy black family i like that <laughs> i still have to learn there Hey, we're all learning, man. <laughs> it's all a learning experience, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Right, so, um, Larnell, I w- would like to start um, with the current situation in the world, really. Um, we're seeing a lot happening this year, and it, seemed, it seems to be a, a turning point in consciousness for a lot of black people, not just black people, though, in general, people in the world. Mm-hmm. The topic racism seems to be a very... Hot topic. What is your take on uh, everything that's been happening lately? Um,
1: everything that's happening right now is, um, from what I could see and from what I know, is literally prophecy being fulfilled. Um, I think it's the prophet, the prophet Joel uh, in the Old Testament uh, s- speaks about how the high is gonna pour out his spirit upon all flesh. That's every every nation out here, um, and also there's uh, another prophecy regarding um, everyone going back to their own people. So this whole melting pot concept is, in in terms of a world history point of view, is fairly new, right? And is, and it only came about um, at the time of the Greeks, uh, the Romans, and now this empire, this right. construct, this society that we're in now, um, under every other empire, so the Egyptian, the Assyrian, Persian Medes, everyone was under an empire, but everyone was in their own land paying tribute to whoever the emperor was. Whereas in this
0: society, it's um, it's global. Right. So what, what do you think uh, is, is that social media? Is that the current world that we live in the, the 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 means that we have today to spread messages quicker and faster around the world
1: i mean again that that ties into a prophecy in amos where it says that knowledge shall abound in in right. the end times okay. so a lot of information that we could say we wasn't privy to back in you know the 90s the 80s the 70s um even the two tens like there's a lot of there's a lot more information that's coming out on a day-to-day basis. And
0: obviously, social media plays a massive part in that. Yeah, yeah. Right, so... Um, there seems to be a a, a, turn, a turning point in, in consciousness um, amongst a lot of people. Um, and I think it manifests itself into the many, many protests and demonstrations that we've seen, that we've been seeing. Um, now, I was a bit sceptical at first about... Um, The protests and demonstrations. Why? Because um I've been studying a lot of uh, these things around black empowerment for for a while. And this is not the first time a black man got killed by the police. That's true. Um that the pros the protests seem seem to be for a lot of people the goal instead of the means to the end. Um how what is the next step for black people now? Because would you agree that just protesting is, is, is not enough? I mean, when it comes to... I mean, protesting doesn't
1: work. Um, we've seen it with, obviously, the civil rights movements back in the right. 60s. Yeah. Um, obviously, civil rights is not law. It, it's just civil rights. So when, you know, you know, when it comes to... The actual civil rights movement, it kind of transitioned from uh, black people being equal in society to more LGBTQ um, rights. So, obviously, in the early 90s, I believe it was 93, was when there was a massive bill that was signed in America and consequently around the world. And um, in terms of marching, it it, is all it does is um, it just highlights it for one split second and then it disappears right. um but i believe in terms of the marches that's been happening i believe um uh it's kind of as you said the, the consciousness of not just our people but people in general is kind of it, it, it's different yeah um i've noticed um a lot more um unitedness um, you know, if that's the if that's the proper term, um, calls for you know, we're we're brethren. We we're don't we we're not, might not believe the same thing, but we need to sit down and come together. Um,
0: Protest before that, that you know, that's never really been right. It's different this time. You know, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. What kind of effect will this have on the power structure, though? Because it seems that power will yield on certain civil right issues um, where but when it relates to financial wealth and economic power they say no thank you we'll stay in control of that mm-hmm. so you know they'll make a few cops meal. they'll take a few statues down you know a few adjustments are being made within the society but when it comes to how power actually is controlled it seems that they're not willing to give any of that away yet. So how how can you see a shift happening in that sense? Well, in, in terms of, uh, okay, let me sort of
1: rewind a bit. So in terms of power, um, again, everything is based on power yeah. and domination. Yeah. Um, so if we look back to like the 1950s in the West, generally speaking, our people were um, overtly more oppressed, in a sense. And um, and and as it's sort of gone, as the decades have kind of gone on, it seems that that power of the, I don't want to say the, the, the oppressor, um, is kind of waning uh, to the point that um, you see a lot more um, expression of black unity right. you, you have a, a lot more liberals um to the forefront and i'm not saying that the liberals are on our side but you know you have a bit more show of liberalism as opposed to conservatism which was in the heyday um so th- there is there is a shift um definitely um but in terms of power and us getting power or some power i don't I'm of the mind that if we carry on this trend of protesting, we ain't going to get no power. We're you know, we not, not going to get out of our situation. Right. And the thing is, we have to consider is this is worldwide. So this is not just in England. This yeah. is not just in Europe, America, Brazil, South America, the Caribbean, Africa. This is all over the world. Like right. I, su- I saw a, a brother online, he posted up... Um, a few, a few slides on um, Instagram regarding uh, the city people right. um, of India. Now, obviously, these protests that's been happening worldwide eventually came to India, right. where mm-hmm. a a massive group of so called black people that look just like me and you mm-hmm. are treated the lowest of the lowest right. in that society. And obviously, because of the the you know the brothers in America, uh, brothers and sisters over here in Europe these guys are are full-on marching and standing up for the first time in, what, 600, 700 years? So So it has been a domino effect. It's a big domino effect. Uh, You you also have a lot more, um, uh, what's it called, nationalism going around. Again, um, tying into what what I mentioned earlier, uh, everyone's going to go back to their own people, according to the scriptures. So you have a lot more far right. You have a lot more, especially during the lockdown and the whole George Floyd fallout, you have a lot more people that you, you know, I
0: don't know, thought they were cool, but you, then and that, all of a sudden, you know, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, start
1: yeah, seeing yeah. it, you're like, okay, alright, that's how it is. So, I think, and I know this sounds very weird to say this, but I think that's a good thing, because okay. now I'm like,
0: okay, I'm, I'm, right. I know you, I know it's you. It's clear, it's more yeah. clear.
1: Yeah. Right? Um, um, And even, even just like, in general, like, at work or in, in a shop, you might, someone might just be like, these black lives, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. So what 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 positive effect do you think that will, will have for I mean people like us that are, are are very involved in this black empowerment? The positive thing is
1: is that you could see who's friend and who's foe yeah. from the off. I mean they they <laughs> uh one of our brethrens actually, um we're in like this massive group chat on you know WhatsApp and when the whole topic of race came up, even though he's mixed race, he is com- vehemently against you know the whole you know black people together and right. and you know it, it kind of like it didn't shock me but I was kind of like you, you know, will look like, a bit different. Yeah. At that yeah. I'm like okay yeah. that's you know so yeah. it, it, it I think this whole situation is putting people on a fence where they have to decide. What's important, whether it's self-preservation i e for our people or for yeah, you know, yeah. whoever else they want to side with or whatever?
0: I guess a lot of people um were getting away with being um racist, so like um like the the northern fox kind of sneaky, but now you either be the and Wolf and show your teeth mm-hmm. or you really be on our side. There's mm-hmm. no real in between yeah. option anymore, so yeah. it seems. Um I want to talk about a uh, uh, power a little bit more because uh, it seems that, you know, token political appointments without any real economic clout behind them seem to be symbolic at best. Um so the unity amongst black people right now is good, but it's obviously not enough. Mm-hmm. Now, what are some of the steps that we need to be taking to gain some of this economic clout and gain some of this political power to make a real change uh, in the power structure? I mean, in in terms of
1: um, coming together, uh, (laughs) I think uh, there's another there's a scripture in Amos chapter three, verse three, where it says, um, "Can two walk together unless they agree." So, in order for our people in general to come together, um, whether it's economically, whether it's um, community-based, everyone has to be on the same page or seeing from the same image, at least. Because yeah. you might have one person that might have some next philosophy. They get into a position of power within this community base, and it goes to itself. Right. So... It, everyone has to be at least be on the same accord Um, and with our people in general we're the worst people to get together because there's a lot of ego there's you know there's there's not we're not used to being in order Um, regimented disciplined whereas for example when we look at communities like Rosewood or Tulsa, Oklahoma they were they were ordered Um, and even to the point that um, even if most of them weren't on the same page from like, for example, like a doctrinal standpoint, they still did enough amongst each other to have economical power. Right. Um, a majority of the, the, the upper, the I think it was the north, north, northern side of that particular town in Tulsa, um, that was the most
0: prominent areas. Right, Um yeah. And um, that's where let's our da- people- Let's unpack that a little bit. Um, you know, it was one of the most prominent um black economies um, probably in in a close history um, Oklahoma, Tulsa mm-hmm. um, aka Black Wall Street yep um, can, can you un- unpack that what, what happened there and, and and how did it come down as well? So um
1: after after you know they
0: said slavery was abolished
1: um, you, you had a lot of um, economical hubs where our people migrated to, um, so you had Detroit, you had uh, Washington, you had uh, Tulsa, you had Rosewood, um, and Chicago as well. And these these areas initially run down um, based on the skill level that our people had. Again, we were the slaves, we made everything. Yeah. So our knowledge on building, farming, everything, we were ahead of the so-called majority, right. the whites, the Europeans. Yeah. So when our stuff started to blossom and become big, everyone had to do trade with us. So, for example, the first car, the first production car, wasn't um, f- uh, Ford as they uh, as they as, claim, as, as, that's that's yeah. that's what they claim. Um, there's a uh, if you t- uh, if you Google um,
0: Patterson and Sons, right? Pattersons and Sons, okay.
1: That um, th- there was a brother, um, I can't remember his first name, but obviously his surname is Patterson, and him and his him and his family created the first production car. Right. This is way before the T um, T model that Ford came out with. Right. Um, we had we was we was well ahead of where we are currently at that particular time. Now, when you, when we look at Tulsa, for example, um, our people. Began to go off. Obviously, we had our own banks. We had our own orphanages, which is important because obviously, if you lose your parents, you end up in the system. Yeah. We had our own system, which looked after our own children. Um, we had hospitals. Um, now, our people started to go off, started to go off, and we started engaging with uh, festive holidays and stuff that are not native or not, or we've not known before. The, the the you can say the oppressors' holidays, so you know your Christmas, your Easter's. Um, so when you look at old, early footage of Tulsa, you mm-hmm. see us with Christmas trees, lavish pianos, lavish houses, and obviously at the end of the day, you had a lot of poor whites in the South. Right. A lot of them uh, would have lost a lot of their um, economic might um, of slavery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. a lot of them got jealous um, to the point that. Um, They eventually attacked, um, burning down a lot of black businesses, a lot of houses. Um, They lynched um, many of us, burnt a lot of us in the streets. Um, The FBI and state police got involved, um, but they couldn't do anything uh, based on obviously the the crowd and the rioting that was going on. Um, A few of us tried to flee. Um, Some got away, some didn't, right? Um, and again, there's no, there's, there weren't no arrests. There weren't no one that was brought to justice. A lot of the the the, the trinkets, the gold, the jewels, uh, the money that our people had at that particular time, in they, they got taken, right. got stolen. Yeah. Um, so, um, I, I, at this moment in time, there's 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 not been anything official from the you know the presidential level. To say, you know, condemning that particular action. Yeah, yeah. You got Rosewood, same thing happened there. Right. Chicago, all these other economic bases that we had, all of them got taken down eventually yeah. in the same manner. Yeah. And, and majority of the time, um, it was always a rumor of a black man rapes white girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. that that was that was just the the match, you know, to the to you know, just to say it off. Um and as well as, that, I'm not sure, are
0: you familiar with um, the film Birth of a Nation? Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it the na- 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 Turner?
1: Not that one. The 1920s one. The 1920s right. one. Okay. So uh, the 1920s, uh, so what happened, obviously, we, again, during that time, we was very prosperous. Um, and in order to take or to change um, the minds or the perception of the the, the population regarding us the main thing they had to do was to target the, the so-called black man. Yeah. So what they did in the film is that they um, did a, a revision of history where we came out of slavery and we took them down and took over America. And all the black man could do was to rape, rape, rape white women.
0: And ah right, this film. Yeah, yeah, a lot of propaganda. And there was a lot this, of blackface yeah, 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 and yeah, 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 a yeah. lot of
1: tomfoolery and how yeah, we're yeah, in the yeah. senate with you know yeah. bananas peels yeah, and
0: yeah. making monkey noises.
1: So that put that whole, that when that film went out, they classed they classed it as the greatest film of that of that day. And that um I think uh, they said that the membership for the clan increased like sevenfold during that period. Yeah. So with that major um, lie that's been propagated about the so-called black man, uh, it's been replicated in different archetypes or caricatures. Not just the black man, but the black woman as well. So uh, there's a brother by the name of Irritated Genie and he does this thing um, called the effem- no, yeah, the effeminization of the black man. There's a lecture on it on YouTube. It's probably about two hours long. Okay. And he talks about he gives an example of, if I said to you, from when you're little, do you know what, Adim, Um Nigerians are stupid. They're just stupid. And, you know, you say all these little jokes, and it always ends in Nigerians are stupid. Right. And you grow up, and you hear that all the time. And then when you finally meet a Nigerian...
0: You're going to think.
1: You're going to think straight away, oh, they're stupid. Right. So it's, it's similar to that where we're portrayed um, in many different ways. Obviously, King Kong was another caricature about the so-called black man and his infatuation with a white woman. Yeah. Um, and um, again, all of these stereotypes was pushed heavy during this particular period of our collapse. So when we started to pick up the pieces, the perception of everyone, when we we're going for a job is, ah, this guy's, is- this guy's stupid, man. Yeah. Nah, I ain't gonna give him. Yeah. Oh, he's uh, We're gonna say he's underqualified, you know. And like, um, and again, that sort of that that put those propaganda films or or forms
0: of media basically forced us into a lower estate on the totem pole. Right, right. So, do you think that that was a a turning point for the black community? Because obviously, Tulsa. Uh, oh man, no. What's that? Where's that coming from? turn it off man turn it off um tulsa oh is that the t- right okay it's coming, it's coming. yeah tulsa obviously early 1920s um the 20th twi- early 20th century mm-hmm. um now a lot of br- black brothers and sisters seem to be on coat. i was um i was watching some uh, old Marco X max footage um the other day and um the brothers and sisters there in the 60s talked about you know we got to support our black business we got to we got to build up our community and 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 it seems to be that that it's it's now 2020 that we for the first time kind of talking about this on a more global scale again why has there been such a big absence in being on code for black for the black community like, uh, it, it seems like we, we we've been sleeping now and, we have <laughs> and, and and now if, it, it's like kind of waking up a little bit like again th- again
1: this all again this all ties back to prophecy It's prophecy was, was going to be oppressed um, in the land of our oppressors we ain't going to know we, we ain't going to succeed they even said there's a prophecy in, uh, this is all in Deuteronomy 28 and 10 no, sorry 28 16 downwards to 68 so these are that's all the curses now within the curses uh, I'll give you an example of this and you guys from Nottingham originally? No. How no. long ago were you in Nottingham? Uh, about seven, seven years. Okay. So not that we're, long. We're, okay, I'll give an example. High and Green, historically was was full of black people. Right. Then, uh, what two thousand and three, two thousand and four? You had uh, the you know the, the Eastern Europeans came over. They they moved down there. Then all of a sudden, all the black businesses went down, and all the Eastern European businesses went up. Right. And a lot of Asian businesses went up to the point now you hardly see any black businesses in Heisen Green. Right. You hardly see any black people in Heisen Green. Now there's a, there's a pro, there's a curse that says the stranger that's among you shall get up above you very high, and you shall get down very low. Now, in in this particular time. We've been, we've been sleeping for a hot minute. Um, there's also been um, moves that's been done against us to keep us in this particular situation. For example, destroying the black family. So, um, you, you obviously we heard of social um, welfare and... Yeah. Um, so all of that ties into obviously socialism. Yeah. Um, the, the, I, it's kind of like a soft version of communism um, where obviously everything's for the common good of everyone. However, is a trick that was played against us. So for example, in England, you had the rise of the council houses, um, um, social housing for um, black women and young children. Now the, the proviso was that the father couldn't be in the house. And this, that's even still to this day. Like if a sister and a brother you know, starting to have a family, they apply for uh, council housing, which is in short supply these days. Um, you know, they'll give it to the woman with the child, but the man can't stay there, otherwise right? she loses the house. Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of these came in during the, the, the late sixties and seventies. So over here, obviously, you had um, I can't remember the, the prime minister that came in with this. Um, but I know in America you had Lyndon Baines Johnson who brought in uh, the so-called big society, where basically before the sixties, I think we had a there was a marriage rate between our people of like sixty percent or something like that, um, and the amount of um, single parents or single mothers was was uh, below twenty percent, whereas post seventies and eighties. Is almost flipped the other way, right. where you know the, the the black nucleus family is is a rarity, and uh, destroying the family home is number one. Destroying the, um, any sort of power base that we or community that we could build up. So now we have destroyed families. Um, we have um, we have no sense of um, how to say. Uh, masculinity within our community. Our community is ruled over by no role women. models for oh, for young black male. There's no there's no male figures. Yeah. So everything's all um, uh, matriarchal. You you have um, so called black leaders. I'm not. Uh, well, yeah. You have so called black leaders, but majority of the talking heads are women. Right. So most of the black men are like. There's no one we could. See that we could say, okay, I see myself in this man, or I want to be like this man, or follow in the footsteps. Um, and again, you look at all the other nations or all the other races, and you know there, there's a structure there, there's an order there. You look at the Asians, even within their houses, like there's 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 a specific order, and it, it's it's programmed into them from. Obviously, birth—they grew both. up with both. it. Right. Whereas with our people, is you know, it's 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 destroyed. Right, right. So that's again going back to your question. Sorry, um, that period of you know five, six decades where we've not said come together economically. I mean, look at Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey back in the the nineteen twenties, he was able to have free black star liners. Yeah. You know sending goods over to africa
0: yeah he had a he had i think till date the largest following ever um, black people all around the world and uh, no social media and no the telephone would, would would just come coming along so and that was back then yeah that was back then um do you do you think that um nationalism amongst black people gets in the way of unity um amongst black people
1: um i wouldn't I wouldn't say that. I mean, it, I think the idea of nationalism um amongst our people is is definitely a way to get us it under one accord. um and the reason why I say that is, for example, you look at the Chinese, yeah, no matter where in the world. They know they're Chinese. right? So any kind of issue pertaining to one of their people
0: or them as, as, as a whole, they will turn up in force. Right, but that's kind yeah. of um, what I mean. It's like, do you think that like saying, oh, I'm Angolan, I'm Jamaican, you know what I mean? I'm Nigerian, I'm this, I'm that. Do you think that those nation state ideas Oh. create division but to, amongst ourselves so it, it, it basically uh um um andrews black professor from from birmingham he, he argues that it, it's our blackness that 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 should be the only thing uh unifying us and that the nation state idea which is an european concept really mm-hmm. it, it gets in the way That yeah, it
1: does and it's it's, it's done by design um you know you have um countries like um Senegal and Gambia which you know historically was one country yeah. Senegambia yeah um it's just that you know uh, the berlin conference uh, where all the the european you know white powers got together and said you know this is how we're going to divide the land and france got senegal and england got uh, gambia, gambia. Yeah. Yeah. so um the whole concept of countries is what i believe I wouldn't say nat- uh, nationality more goes along with race than anything. So the old word is nation- nationality or nationhood. Yeah. Whereas race is more of a, you could say 1700s, 1800s upwards concept. So it's still the same thing they're talking about. So when we say I'm black and that's my race, we're saying I'm black and that's my nation. But historically there's no nation called black yeah and also as well you have other peoples people groups around the world that are black but they're not the same nation as us right so it it, it, it boils down to looking and finding out who we are originally what was our name before it became we became a byword we became uh you're Angolan, uh you're from the Caribbean, so you're West Indian. You know, yeah, th- yeah, these are yeah, all yeah. by words. These are yeah. names that we didn't call ourselves. Right, right. We were called it by another people. So um I mean I know for a fact, based on um the research I've done, um my my belief in uh what the Mosai said through the prophets, that I'm an Israelite. From birth, both parents, um going all the way back based off the curses and the condition that the prophet said that we were going to be in in this particular day. Now, now if I'm looking at it from that point of view, then I can see who everyone else else is um, based off prophecy and based off historical um, records. So, for example, I know based off his history that whoever's in charge now it, uh, bib- their biblical name is Esau. Hence uh the prophet Ezra when he says um was the end of the world and Jacob's the beginning that followeth. So this shift that we're currently in is just a reversal of powers. Right. Prior to um the slavery, and we're talking the uh, the so-called transatlantic slavery and um you know we're talking slavery in the west in the Western sense, not the Arabic slavery. So um if we're talking in that point of view, prior to all of that, you there is records that we, as black people, we ruled in in Europe. A portion of a, a good majority of us ruled in Europe mm-hmm. for well over a thousand years. You go to all these different places in Eastern Europe and you to see uh, images of black people. You'll have um, uh, noble houses where you'll see the family crest, and you'll be black people, so-called black people with afros with a diadem or crown on it. Um, and um, some of us were taken down bit by bit. So if we, obviously, if we're looking at medieval times, it's also known as the Dark Ages. Yeah. Hence, when the dark, the dark people ruled. You have um, the Moors that were in Spain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There are people as well. Yeah. You had um, the Medici family, who historically are black, that ruled over Florence in um, in Italy. Um, you have all these different uh, a wealth of historical evidence to show that we, for a time, ruled and had the so-called uh, other nations, other races, right. in subjection to us. Yeah. So, for example, the term villain term villain, um, uh, uh, I'm trying to get the spelling out, uh, in my head, is V-I-L-E-N. Um, that referred to a slave or servant of ours. Um, and I believe it's of, of French origin, that particular word. You have the word surf. Right. That was also attributed to so-called white people that were in Europe during these times. You have the, um, uh, what's the other term? You have surf villain... Um, Slav, right? Where the t- the word slave comes from? Okay. Um, so w- we ruled in Europe for for many years, and again, there's a lot of history out there. There's a um, there's a book by a guy called J. A. Rogers. Um, Nation knows no color line. Um, I definitely, if you want if you really want to see who the real nobility was in Europe during the the the, the, the so called Dark, Dark Ages. ages you see a lot of black faces. And uh, he did he did extensive research back in right. the 1920s and 30s. Um, uh, you've got uh, the Negro Question Part 4 by a guy called uh, Lee Cummings, uh, which documents the fall of us in Europe and how, for example, uh, Benjamin Franklin did an essay. Um, you can actually get an uh, excerpt or, or PDF online. Um, okay. Where basically he talks about Um, the so-called conquest of America and at this particular time our power in Europe was completely shot so um, you had Germany wasn't a united country Italy wasn't a united country they were mainly made up of city states and you'll have like a prince that will rule over that city Um, so you had um, a lot of princedoms or city states that were ruled by us that didn't a- attend these conferences that these european powers or these new european powers uh, um uh, came about so you had the fall of spain and portugal early on um hence the conquest of paradise which is um christopher columbus going to the new world yeah so that began 1492 just just oh, yeah make sure i'm So 1492 people can hear your properly um but in other places we were still strong like france england um, and we had, um, what weakened us was we had a war uh, between um, a particular family. Um, I believe it was the House of Capet, um, which is the, the, the royal lineage of um, France and England. And the House of Capet had um, a cadet branch that went to England called the House of Plantagenets. House of Plantagenets split into another set of cadet branches, which became uh, the Tudors, uh, so the house of york and the house of lancaster right okay um then so um basically there was a massive um f- uh, power gap and um england the king of england i believe it's edward the third wanted to rule you know in, in france as well um so what eventually came about was what's called the hundred years war where we literally fought each other for a hundred years other family members from other countries, they joined sides and we literally weakened ourselves. Then on top of that, um, there was a, a notion of um, a, a movement called the Humanist Movement, which ties in around the time of the Renaissance period. Right Now, the Humanist Movement is what we're currently underneath, where everyone, you know, no matter what race, no matter what color, everyone's all equal. So the master and the, the, the servant, we were equal, and that eventually weakened us to the point that um, you know some some of the white Europeans were able to overthrow us. Okay. Um, you had another another um, uh, factor that took us down was the the Black Plague. The Black Plague only killed black people. It did not kill the white the white serfs or the white. Is that why it's called the Black Plague, or? well that's that's one school of thought um, it only it only targeted black people right. and a lot of us fell in number to how, was, how was
0: that possible to to, to, to
1: <laughs> well um again it depends on you know how much you believe the scriptures um the, the Mosai says that when we don't keep his laws he's gonna he's gonna send the plagues to Egypt the same plagues that we was afraid of he's gonna put them on us so it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me that not only did we weaken ourselves by fighting each other, the humanist movement, but a plague being struck on, struck on us right. to the point that we whittled in numbers and we eventually got taken into captivity. So when you look at early slavery powers, you had the Dutch, you had uh, the Portuguese. They were the first ones out there going all the way around the world, setting up their colonies, then you had um uh the spanish followed suit the last ones really you could say was england and germany or germany really but england was one of the last major powers to the to the party and england came about in um uh, 1619 hence why everyone's saying you know 2019 was the 400 year mark right um but that's not true that's when england got involved Okay. So slavery's been going on way before then. And if we're talking about the Arabic slave trade, that's it's another 700,000 years prior to all of this. Right. Um, but yeah, we, we over time, we weakened ourselves and we eventually you know, fell into, into slavery. Um, so going back to the Benjamin Franklin essay, the Benjamin Franklin essay talks about, um, basically in America, he basically says, America's full of black people. And he, the terms that he uses, suave and tawny. Now, suave would be uh, is is basically a German word for, or Germanic word for saying black, but it'll more describe myself in complexion and cash. Whereas tawny is more of a lighter complexion, so that will be a way to describe you. Mm-hmm. So he uses that language in his in his essay, and um, he basically says that. The whole of Europe, and he starts listing off uh, places. He says uh, England, France, Germany, Italy, Austria. All these places are full of black people. What time frame? And this is um, this is like seventeen seventy-five. And um, also in the essay, he breaks down um, where the captives went to from the UK. So he breaks down where the Scottish captives went went from. Uh, and which Caribbean islands they landed in, which part in America they landed in, he talks about the Irish, he talks about uh, the English, and all of these, all of these are countries that you just associate with just always being white. Right. Um, so again, there's there's a lot of history. Um, you know, uh, you know, going to school, I'm like, I don't want to hear about Henry VIII. You know, and um, <laughs> That's great, man. Not, not realizing Henry VIII was actually a black man. King James was a black man all of these people all these Charlemagne um the of uh, the Merovingian line he's a black man right so
0: always there's, there's a very rich history um for for us and a lot of people are very unaware of that that's right, right. and 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 it, and it and it has a it has an impact on on the way we look at ourselves today um I mean... It kind of does because the 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 perception that we've always been
1: told is that we were found in the jungles of Africa yeah. running around with um with with some Sticks kind of line cloth yeah, 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 yeah. and hunting deer and living in caves and that was that mm, mm. Mm-hmm. even in West Africa like we, and that again what I've just 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 explained about the history of Europe that's just a small micro, microcosm of other places that we we're ruling at the same time yeah so when you look at there's a book called um uh hold on uh lost tribes and promised lands okay and it talks about um by who is this book Do you know? uh, this is by ronald
0: sanders lost tribes and promised lands. and promised lands
1: and basically this guy um found a letter that was sent um uh, this must have been like 1600s um it was a is of a Portuguese cartographer that basically mapped, wanted to map the whole world. Right. And what he, uh, what he so sorry, this would have been, sorry, not 1600s, this has been way before that. Okay. Um, so he mapped he an mapped image of Europe, Africa, Asia, and he mapped on the, the, the Western side, he mapped America. Now, this is prior to Columbus this is prior to anyone going over to the new world and he drew two three kings he drew the um, the Holy Roman Empire uh, Emperor at the time can't remember his name off the top of my head he drew um, Mansa Musa the second yeah a lot of people are familiar um, with this
0: name I think sorry a lot of most people are familiar with that name yeah. I think yeah. so,
1: so Mansa Musa the uh, Mali Empire so he drew so on this on this map the image of Mansa Musa by uh, West West uh, Western Africa and he drew another black man um, but on the West right in the Americas right and um, this int- this particular author was intrigued by you know how how would a black cartographer in Portugal know of what's going on over there mm-hmm. now um, it turns out that obviously the, the information that we're told is that, for example, in the Caribbean, it's, I I remember going to school and they told us the Caribs, the Arawaks. Yeah. They were, they were there before. And there's evidence to show that they were there before. I've seen pottery. I've seen, you know, artifacts to show that, you know, there were people there. Now, what we're not told is that these people are black people. Now, I went I was fortunate in Montserrat to go to school with um, a, a brother, a guy that was my brother's class, and he he was straight descendant of uh, Carib. And he looked just like any black guy. Mm-hmm. Just that he was uh, he's on the lighter side, but features everything. You, you you wouldn't if someone if some if literally if he stood in this room, you just think he any of a black guy. But he, he, his his lineage goes back to the Caribs, and um, and Caribs
0: exactly were what 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 also, geographical so um are we talking about
1: so so in the Caribbean so you had um you had different tribes that uh, migrated through from what we call the Lesser Antilles, which is the smaller chain islands from yeah. Trinidad going up yeah, yeah. to the Greater Antilles. So you had the first wave, according to what I've been told at school, was um you had the Taínos. Yeah, the Arawaks and then the Caribs followed after. Now, the Carib, the Caribbean is named after the Caribs, because they were the dominant the dominant tribe
0: out of the, f- the okay. three ones. That's where that name comes from, okay. And um
1: and we also got told the Caribs were savages, cannibals, whatever, you know. Whether or not that's true, I don't know. Um but as well as um in Mexico you had the Aztecs, the Mayans. Um, the Olmec people yeah, and a lot of their images um, you know the features are all black in terms of flat noses big lips um, and so in this book Lost Trials and Promised Lands this guy this, I, I'm assuming he's a white guy he, he went to try and disprove that the ones in Africa the ones in Europe are all the same people he wanted to disprove that they weren't the okay. same people
0: we try to debunk it
1: so he went over there. He did the research, showed that Columbus went to the New World with um, uh, Hebrew translators. To and these, this is uh, obviously a fallout of the Spanish Inquisition, where the, the Moors were kicked out of Spain, and any one of our people that had any sort of nobility or lands that didn't leave were put in prison. Now, as a, a edict, um, uh, Columbus needed. Translators to communicate with our people over there. So what he did is that he went to a lot of the nobles, a lot of the people that they they, they threw in prison, to say, okay, we're gonna let you go. We're gonna pay you x amount of money to come with us on this voyage. Um, if you come with us, you'll be free. You might get land, or if you stay, you're gonna stay in prison forever. Right. So obviously, a lot of our people, like you know, will go. Yeah. So a lot of them went over there and. Um, um this book again the guy went to debunk and he found out that it was true right. um again this book's only got two
0: prints so it's very it's very hard to get hold of right right there's, um, there's a few of those books out there that, that are quite precious like that yeah right so, yeah go on go on
1: so um so yeah so uh again this whole notion that the american indians you, um I, you literally you could go back through a lot of black media and you see there's a strong correlation with the so-called african americans and the native american indians
0: well there there's this this book that came before columbus which mm. which talks about this as well it's by uh, ivan von sertima um we got gonna that, got that on on the camera that that's a good book right there to mm. read what you're talking about a lot of it is in there as well isn't it um i wanted to talk about um one more one more thing before before we 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 have to cut this off um you, you are a religious man um amongst black people there's a lot of different religions as well mm-hmm. right um now the image of of white jesus that we find in the churches uh, what is your take on on, on that on this there's yeah. so a lot of um Black people seem to have this image in their house as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what 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 kind of effect can this have on the black community? Uh well, a massive effect. I mean,
1: um, number one, white Jesus uh, came about uh, again during the Renaissance period. Now, I know I mentioned the Renaissance earlier.
0: Yeah. Now the Renaissance period. Renaissance is Greek for rebirth. Yeah. What what. What ta- for the for the listeners that are listening to this? What time period was the Renaissance?
1: Um, so Renaissance would have been sort of late fifteen hundreds, early sixteen hundreds, right, okay. depending on which country or uh, in Europe we're talking about. Okay. Um, so Renaissance period. Renaissance means rebirth uh, in Greek, and it, it was actually the rebirth
0: of you could say the white powers, the white power structure in a way. Yeah. Right. Okay. So.
1: Um, prior to, uh, well, contrary to popular belief, you had, um, the Romans, cause I want to have to go back to explain yeah. this bit. So the Romans ruled, so white Romans, you could say ruled for about 200 to 400 years. The remainder of the Roman empire and what became the Byzantine empire was ruled by so called black men. Uh, for example, Septimus Severus, you had the year of the five emperors, which was uh, 190, 193 AD. And from that period going up, it was known as the Dark Ages. Okay. Um, so when you get to the, the Renaissance, the Renaissance is just the rebirth of the Roman Empire. Right. So um, that's why a lot of stuff that we do now, you'll find back in ancient uh, Rome. Um, even, like, literally, you'll be surprised how, like, for example, licenses, that comes from them, you know, and even the Greeks, who, by extension, is their family members. Um, So, basically, the Renaissance period was a a rebirth of the Roman Empire. Um, We basically got put back into captivity because we was under captivity under the Romans anyway. Um and during this particular time there's a guy called um there was a guy called Pope Rogre- Rodriguez um or um sorry Pope Alexander the Third whose actual name was Rodriguez Borgia. Okay. Now he commissioned um Leonardo da Vinci, um who was a, a major proponent of that particular era. Um to basically paint his son, um, César Borgia, um, as the likeness of Christ and say that it's Christ. So this image of white Jesus comes from César Borgia. It was actually painted by, by Leonardo, Leonardo da, Vin- da Vinci. Yep. Yeah. Now, when you read the Bible, that gives you a completely dif- different description of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah when yeah, you read yeah. uh, Revelations chapter... Holy hair. Yep. Chapter two, uh, uh, sorry, chapter one, where he talks about um, the woolly hair, hair white as wool. Uh, obviously, wool is a texture, not a color. Yeah, uh, and when you, um, I should have brought it, I was thinking of bringing it. Um, there's an old, if you if you ever get a chance of going to go into one of these charity shops, yeah, um, try and find one of these old Oxford dictionaries from like the 60s prior, right? If you go to a wool. The definition of wool, it will tell you that um, uh, similar to uh, to to the hair of Negroes. So our hair was always the description, that's, that's, right? But obviously, from later edition, they took that out.
0: Yeah. Now, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. now, now that was, not, that was a bad idea, guys. <laughs> 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 Gotta get that out. Yeah.
1: Now, um, now again, um, the description of Christ is given in the Bible. The description of um, uh, the people, the Israelites, as black, is given in the Bible. Right. The description of the prophets were given in the Bible. So Job thirty thirty, where he says, "My skin is black upon me," and later in, in later translations of the Bible. That's why I have all these translations. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Waters down the, the, the message. Yeah, so yeah. in other editions, they they they'd completely change the full sense of that particular line. Yeah. Um so white Jesus has definitely done a number on us because now when we obviously we when we're in slavery, um that image of um God being white Damn. um it meant that it yeah. was okay for us to be in slavery. Yeah. and yeah. a lot of um the, the 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 rhetoric where they've twisted lines in the scriptures where it says um uh, servants obey your masters right. that that does not that line does not mean slave and master. Master actually means teachers. Um, so the word rabbi, the word rabbi is um, is twofold. So it means master, but it actually means master teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not master. I'm gonna work for you for free. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So they twisted a lot of lines, and it's kind of jaded a portion of our people off the scriptures because they're like, nah, that's that's a white man's book. Whereas it's never been a white man's book because a lot of the practices that we have in this society, it condemns, it talks against. A lot of the prophecies in the Bible pertains to us, not to no one else. Um, so the image of why Jesus and the prophets are all white, and again, that's what prophesied in the Bible. It talks about how um, they're gonna change the likeness um, of, their, of our images. That's all prophesied about the prophet. So, but if we do a diligent search and we, I'm, I'm there reading that, you know, Job's, Job's actually talking about they're gonna, they're gonna do all of this to us, and I've, and, and I've grown up seeing all of this, and then really realizing that Christ now, nah, Christ is actually a black man, yeah, and, damn, I'm an Israelite. So that means he's, he's actually a family member, yeah, and this whole situation that we're in currently i mean you hear in church oh i'm saved I'm saved by the blood of god you you always hear that but what are you saved from and the only people in this world that needs saving from the situation that they're in is us
0: yeah because everywhere we're at the we're at the bottom it was a tactical move then the, the, the image of white jesus a so spiritual warfare uh, against the, the mind of the black, it was, man it was, a, woman. It was a brainwash tactic, yeah.
1: and again, it is spiritual because a lot of our people still can't shake that image out yeah. of their head.
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if if God is white, then all people that are white must be of God. That's the kind of yeah. thought process that yeah. would go through your head, right? Um, Larnell, we, we 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 almost run out of time. We, we're gonna have to do a part two on this sometime yeah. very soon because there's no way of Packing all this knowledge and information into one podcast, um, it was it was really interesting. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you for having me. Um, before we cut it off, have you got any book recommendations that people that you say this is a must read for for the time that we are in now as a black people? Get yourself wrapped around this.
1: Um, I would say to our people. Get a King James Version Bible. Get a, a Zondervan Bible Dictionary. Get as many historical books. I recommend uh, the Complete Works of Flavius Josephus, uh, and that's, and that was another brother um, that basically uh, wrote about our histories, going all the way back, the, uh, the 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 um the atrocities that the Romans committed against us um very very detailed book it, um and um obviously a lot of the major commercial sort of scholars were more pointed towards a third century historian called maumonides where uh, whereas Maimonides wrote about the first century but wasn't actually of the first century whereas josephus definitely is one that i'll definitely recommend okay. in terms of getting um, a full understanding
0: of that particular period and any other periods or empires going backwards. Right, so Google that. Um, Thank you, Larnell. Um, Yeah, we definitely have to have you on here again sometime very soon. Um, Thank you for listening. Um, We will be back next week with another podcast. Uh, I don't know who it's gonna be yet, but um, stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Peace. Out.